you just have your head down and you just keep forging ahead, striving and persevering with no pausing and reflecting on how you could be better, then you're just missing so many opportunities to take control of what you can and improve your situation. Want to truly be the best parent you can be and help your child thrive after their autism diagnosis? This podcast is for all in parents like you who know more is possible for your child. With each episode, we reveal a secret that empowers you to be the parent your child needs now, saving you time, energy, and money, and helping you focus on what truly matters most, your child. I'm Cass. And I'm Len. Welcome to Autism Parenting Secrets. Welcome, welcome to the show. It's Len, and today... The topic is pausing. Can you take five minutes today to pause more, to stop, to get more present, to actually choose to respond if something comes up for you rather than react? So there is power in the pause. And the secret for this week is hit the pause button. And it may seem small, it may seem obvious. But particularly when you're in the throes of parenting and trying to help your child and being the best parent you can be and dealing with everything that gets thrown at you, sometimes this simple tool, pausing, being more mindful of your response, giving yourself the space to actually choose a better response in the moment is what this episode's all about. So this will be absolutely a shorter, more focused discussion. I know how incredibly powerful this has been for me. So I wanted to share the ways that a pause button can really, really benefit you as you're trying to figure out what to do, what to do next, and how to support your child even more. If you put this into practice, it's at most five minutes in a given day. But where do you think you can benefit from hitting pause? Where are those opportunities? When things got hardest was usually when I was feeling overwhelmed, stress, anger, frustration, all those things. And so when things are going sideways or not what you want, not in a way that you're wanting, if, and the best example is maybe if your child's exhibiting behaviors that are just things that you don't want to see, that you're not wanting, it's easy to get caught up in emotion. A lot of times, and we've talked about it on this show so many times with so many dynamite guests, how judgments of your child and judgments of yourself, how much they weigh you down. And so can you be operating with less judgment? Well, it's impossible to do that if you're just constantly striving and in the throes of trying to do the best you can. But unless you create space to actually be more mindful in choosing to respond as opposed to reacting to something that your child's doing as an example. That's the beauty of this. You can create the space. And in that space comes so much clarity. So many options will become available if you create the space for them to appear. So how can you put this into practice? There's three kind of key ways that I know for Cass and I how pausing really helps. So number one is what I was alluding to before. Situationally, throughout the day, if you're hit with challenging areas of conflict or stress or overwhelm, 
can you just pause? If it's something that your child's exhibiting a behavior and you're just feeling a lot of judgment, can you pause and just, you know, one option is just to excuse yourself and to go into the other room, to go into the bathroom, anything to escape and regroup. If that's an option, then it may not be. Then just removing yourself from a situation, you know, for a few seconds can give you a lot of uh, relief for you to then come back in and come back even stronger. In addition to that, if you can't remove yourself, then it's just, I know a lot of times I'm always wanting to say things to whoever it is, whether it's my child, my wife, anyone around. I'm always trying to fill the gap. I'm always talking, kind of like I am now. But there is power in actually just pausing and take a breath, maybe two or three. From the moment that something is charged for you, where you feel strong emotions, can you take in whatever's happening and just pause, take a few deep breaths, and then ask yourself, consciously choose, how do I want to respond here? So the key is not reacting. A helpful question to ask is, what would my higher self do? And what I always try to do is I remove myself and I say, okay, if I'm watching myself from above, or if I'm watching a videotape of how I am in this situation, you know, what would I want to see? How do I want to act? And that's just super helpful for me. And then even on top of that, not only how do I want to react or how do I want to respond rather, but what am I wanting to model in that moment? So I want to do the right thing. I want to do something that's useful. I don't want to react with negativity or judgment or you know, sprinkling unhappiness at my son or my daughter or my wife or anyone around me. When I really think about not only what would my higher self do, but what do I want to model to show others? Because I'm going to be inspiring those around me, hopefully, by my actions. So I ask myself those questions in the split seconds that I have creating that pause, not reacting, but getting to a fast, getting to a position where I respond with intention um, with something that I think is going to be more useful. So situationally, when things come up and you feel the heaviness, you feel the stress, instead of lashing out or reacting, just pause. Pause and escape briefly, if you can. Pause in that moment, staying where you are and just taking a few breaths and then choosing to respond. And the other thing, just throughout the day, can you, throughout the day, just make a deposit with your child? Is there a way you can carve out some time, maybe it's only two minutes, where you're with your child, and this would actually work with your spouse too, when you're with your child, undisturbed, no distractions, no agenda from your standpoint. Because the more the people around you can feel your presence, that is such a gift. And it doesn't have to be an hour, a few minutes, a small amount of time can make a gigantic difference. So situationally, the power of the pause can something you can use throughout the day. And again, how much time does this take? We're talking about minutes a day, but you have to have the intention coming in. So I offer that as something that I know I find incredibly useful. I hope you do too. But then the power of the pause is also really relevant on a daily basis. So whether it's you're a morning person or an evening person, there's probably going to be a better time when you can take a few minutes to pause and reflect on the day. What worked and what didn't? And especially how did I fail is something I ask myself. And I use that word because it's a charged word, fail. 
But failing forward is a, is a phenomenal strategy. Noticing where things didn't go my way, how I didn't show up, how I wanted to be in, in certain moments by pausing and reflecting. You have the opportunity then to distill what the learning is. You know, so I'd, so then with that knowledge, I can come back stronger the next day. But if you just have your head down and you just keep forging ahead, striving and persevering with no pausing and reflecting on how you could be better, then you're just missing so many opportunities to take control of what you can and improve your situation. So every day I do pause at what worked, what didn't, what were the wins, especially and savoring those wins, how things have progressed, how I've shown up better. Even Mel Robbins, who I know Cass is a huge fan of, and I appreciate her work as well. She has the the high five concept, which is incredibly powerful, but also takes about five seconds where you're literally giving yourself a high five in the mirror in the morning. You're looking at yourself. You're making eye contact with yourself and giving yourself enthusiastic and a heartfelt sense of you've got this and appreciation and celebration. It sounds goofy, but it does fill up your tank. So that's another thing to think about on a daily basis. So that's all I wanted to share, the power of the pause daily. And then if you wanted to extend this to weekly, pausing each week to assess what did I do this week? What did I accomplish? And then specifically, okay, well, what got in the way of me doing what I wanted to do? So what did you do? What got in the way? And then specifically to point out where did you excel? Where where were areas that you felt you did really well and you want to acknowledge that? And then what will you do differently? So these are four key questions to ask yourself. Uh, I had a mentor who shared these questions and they're simple, but really powerful to work in on a weekly basis. Nothing too long, but just what happened this week? What got in the way most for me? What actually did I do really well? And what, given everything that happened, can I do differently going forward? And if you can ask yourself those questions, fantastic. If you can answer those questions to another person, your spouse or some friend or someone around you, even more powerful. Accountability is is underrated. It's extremely important. So weekly assessment is key. If you can do this with your spouse or your partner, great. But if you're doing it with someone else, don't forget that formally connecting with your spouse or partner, having a weekly connect point with them to answer basically those same questions, but from a parenting perspective is also super powerful. And that connect does not have to take a long time. That could be a 10 minute time that you carve out on a Sunday and it pays huge, huge dividends. So these are all different ways to incorporate the power of the pause into how you're operating. And if you're listening to this podcast, you, I am sure, are operating at a high level. Adding this in even more than you may be doing it now can really, really accelerate momentum and just give you that space to feel even better on this journey. So keep this in mind. So many people are so focused on what is the intervention to take, you know, for a child, going, you know, people going for the latest and the greatest and the quick fixes. I know I was in that camp. There's so much pressure to go, 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 find answers quickly to get rapid progress for your child. I know those feelings and I know the desire to move fast, but 
it's easy to fall into a trap where with that mindset and that way of operating, that may mean that you're never actually present and you're never filling your tank. So putting more pauses into your day or week can really help accelerate. So you slow down to move faster is the key. And so just keep that in mind. And one of the ways that you can really do this is by really focusing not so much on what actions you're taking, but what are your habits? Because habits matter so much more than the actions that you're taking on a day-to-day basis. And next week's episode is going to dive into this topic. So I am so wishing you the best and hoping that you can incorporate the power of the pause more into your phenomenal way of being the best parent you can be. Want to discover your top autism parenting blind spot? Take our free quiz today. Go to allinparent.com slash go.